everyone, I'm Leah and I'm Steph. Yeah, and and we're the we're the creators of What Glass Ceiling. And this is a very special episode in what, where we introduce ourselves because throughout our first season we never actually got the chance to do that. Yes. And tell you our story. Yeah. Why don't you start, Steph? Oh me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, because you know, uh, I've I've kind of been behind, not behind the lights. How would you say that? Behind the microphone. Uh, behind the microphone. Behind, behind the scenes. The, behind yeah. the scenes. There. But yeah. Hi guys. Um, I'm Steph. Um, I am the uh, partner um, in this podcast, and uh, I guess just to introduce myself. Um, I don't work in the in front of the camera, so this is actually very different for me that I'm being recorded. I in, I started out an agency in my career and then shifted to uh, content, and then now I work for a a big corporation um, <laughs> in the Philippines. But yeah, most of my career I've really been behind the scenes. I work for a digital, well, I'm a digital practitioner. And yeah, it was through work that I actually met Leah um, a couple years ago. And we were working on a project actually telling women's stories, um, which uh, we we weren't really able to kind of see into fruition. But it's interesting because I think that really planted the seeds for this show in particular. And I'm, I'm really glad that we got a chance to, you know, still do it in the future. And now Tell them a little about yourself. Like, how old are you? Your likes, your dislikes? <laughs> <laughs> um, I am 31. Um, oh, I know. I did say that like when I was introducing myself. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm 31. I'm actually... Also newly married, so I got married um, last year in October. You're a uh, pandemic bride. Yeah, I'm a pandemic bride, which actually, in a way, worked out really well for me because I never really wanted, you know, a big wedding. And strangely enough, the pandemic kind of made that happen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I think, I think, of course, it would have still had been nice to have a lot more people there. But yeah, it, it I think it, you know, kind of brought it down to the basics. And um, yeah, the experience was very different. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a pandemic bride. Um, apart from that, there, I like reading. I like books. Um, and, you know, I've been living with my husband because my husband um, uh, runs a very unique business. So they, they have a, a school, a writing school in Cavite. A writing so I, school. Yeah. So I actually live on a farm, like a working yeah. farm with animals and uh, with horses and, you know. Um, Which could be yeah. seen as a great thing nowadays. It is. It actually is. Like, I mean, it, I'm, I'm very blessed to have, you know, to be able to live in a space that's open and, you know, we're in the middle of nature and, um, of course, you're around animals. So it's a lot, I guess, better, of course, than, than being in the city where, 
given the circumstances, it's a little bit hard because you're kind of stuck. There's this feeling of you're stuck inside, right? So yeah, so I I I I do have a day job. I work from home and when when I'm not working um my corporate job, uh, I do this with Leah. And, <laughs> yeah, like it's been great. Like we get to meet so many people, so many women, and we learn from all of their experiences. Hi, I'm Leah. I'm I'm 36, and I'm I think I'm starting to look like I'm in my early 30s <laughs> because for most of my life I've always looked much much younger and oh considered God. it a curse. Yeah, no, and considered it a curse. Young. But you still look yeah. like you're in your mid 20s. That's because I'm tiny, and you know, if you've, <laughs> if you've met me, you would agree. And Steph is tiny too, so we're fine yeah. sized. Yes, we're fine sized. Yeah. So I'm 36, and um, I'm a media practitioner. I, I'm a broadcaster by profession. I haven't really been working regularly s- since right before the pandemic started. But prior to that, I, I think it's been 15 years, about 15 years, maybe 16, since I started my career when I was in college. I'm, I have a daughter and a husband. My daughter is three, and we've just started homeschooling preschool which i mean in in theory it sounds easy because you're not teaching math or any complicated subjects but i find it's incredibly taxing because she just won't sit still she's like all over the place and she's like i don't want to do this anymore mama so <laughs> so yeah that i I've, I've been busy with that and and busy with this i i also write for several publications, a contributing writer, not, not a regular staff writer or anything, for some broadsheets. And I don't live on a farm like Steph, but sometimes I feel like I do because we have four dogs. <laughs> I feel like they're harder to manage, my, my dogs specifically, not dogs in general, than maybe all of the animals that Steph has on her, on her farm. I mean, and then you added a toddler and my husband. Just kidding, not my husband, <laughs> my toddler. And then I really feel like I live on a farm in the middle of a city. So that, that's who I am. And I, I love telling stories as well. I, I've done it for most of my career. And, and I know it's something that I share with Steph, storytelling. Did you always know that you wanted to tell women's stories? I have to ask. Actually, not really. I think I've always been inclined towards telling stories in general. Um, I've always liked to write. I've always loved to read and, uh, you know, like working in advertising and in a, in a content company kind of, I guess, reinforces that, that need for storytelling. But I think the women part came after. And I think it's only recently that I've, I've, realize that it's something that I'm really passionate about, you know, telling women's stories and understanding what it actually means to be a woman for me and finding, you know, I guess, embodying my own womanhood and my own femininity. So, It's yeah. funny. It's funny to see you talking now because you seem so timid. It's not, <laughs> she's, not, she's not really timid, you know. She's all woman. She can roar. So, <laughs> So, but so let, let, let's get her to loosen up a bit. Let's get her to loosen up a bit. This is stressy, Ate. Oh, oh. Parang, parang hindi to yung true self mo. Magpakatotoo ka na. 
Wait, wait, wait. Go warm up tayo. Oh, sige, sige. Mag-warm up muna tayo. Sige. Let's, let's tell them, let, let's, let's tell our story how we actually set up what glass ceiling and how, and how it came about. Actually, it started because Lilia, <laughs> in the middle of a, the pandemic, uh, randomly, like, I remember you sent me a message, right? Like, I did, yeah. I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah, right? You sent me um, a message that's saying, hey, like, do you want to talk? And I'm like, okay, sure, why not, right? Because, you know, yeah, I wasn't really employed at the time. Um, wasn't really doing much. So, yeah, I said yes. And then, I remember we had a call. This was in December, right? Of 2020. Yeah, yeah. Right? We had a video call. And the last time we had spoken was, what, 2019? 2019. Probably towards the end of 2019. Because as as Steph mentioned, as she mentioned earlier, we both worked together at our previous jobs. And we we worked on a similar concept, telling women stories that, that we never got really finish we had so many plans for it <laughs> there were so yeah. many hopes and dreams there and we never <laughs> actually got to see it as you mentioned to the end but yeah we did work together previously and there were some management changes in the company that that we worked in and we both ended up sort of displaced mm-hmm. sort of displaced right before the pandemic hit which made it a little more difficult to find something new to be honest yeah yeah i agree and I think the both of us were, for most of 2020, like, we were unemployed. Like, I was unemployed, actually, yeah. for 20. Well, I'm still yeah. unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you have a full-time job being a mom. That's a job. That's like, true. Right? That's, That's true. Like, I don't know That's... what it takes to take care of a human being. So, <laughs> you know, like, don't sell yourself short. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just wish she paid me. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Maybe that's what mom should be like. We should get paid. I bet it's really hard. Anyway, like <laughs> yes, we um, do. So yeah, we were both unemployed at the time. And I think both also, you know, like contemplating our lives and what was the point of all this? And uh-uh. where are we gonna go next? Ano and, it? Yeah. Right? Going through the whole spiral yeah. that I think most people did being stuck at home. Personally, you know. me, when I when I sent you that message, I, I was thinking, what is it that I really want to do next? Since anyway, my slate is clean. There's nothing. I have no commitments outside of my family. If I had to choose what I really wanted to work on, what is it? So I made, a, a, I made, I actually wrote it down. I, I made some mm-hmm. lists because I, I, I'm like Steph. I like writing. I like reading. And we actually talk about it a lot, like the new books that we've got and, and, yeah. and stuff that we like, that, that we like, if we like, if we find a, an article that that we think is nice or inspiring, we'll sort of send it to each other. So I actually made a list, and and at the top was to push women's issues and empowerment, and to tell stories, tell women's stories, exactly like we had been doing at our previous positions. And I was like, I I can't, I I don't know where to start. I mean, how do you even do this? And I thought back to. I thought back to what we had worked on together. And then I was like, I was really happy working on that. I felt really good working on that. I, I felt like it had purpose. It made sense. It, it was really meaningful. And it was very well done. I was very proud of the work that we did on that project. So that's when I randomly sent a message to Steph. I think it was on Instagram or something like that. Yeah, like yeah, random like, message. Hey, I, I have an idea. Do you want to... You wanna 
do a video call or chat sometime and it sort of snowballed from there and, yeah. and it, it always it always felt like it was honestly to me it always felt like it was going somewhere because I knew we both believed in it and we both had the capability to do something about it we both had the skills to really build something so yeah. it, it sort of made sense to reach out and and say hey why don't we pick up where we left off yeah and yeah when you messaged me I was also actually coincidentally also kind of think of okay like I'm not doing anything like you know maybe I should kind of work on something like work on you know a project and I've been doing like little things throughout the course of the year but none of it was really something that I found like I was super passionate about so I think it was also great timing that that day you had messaged like earlier in the day I was thinking about like oh I feel like I want to do something right so so I was I was thinking like is this a show that you know people need it's like is this a podcast like do we need another podcast right because there's so many podcasts now you know and I was constantly going in the back of my mind you know parang, is this unique enough that people want to listen to it and you know not feel like it's and I think you know you 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 the both of us kind of had our own little insecurities before actually launching it you know about oh my god parang, we're gonna do it like it's so scary <laughs> it's like oh my god we're gonna jump off the cliff like are we both ready to jump off the cliff you know because yeah you're right you're right we did yeah, and then what 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 kind of insecurities were you working with right before we launched the show? Yeah, I think it was mostly you know, I guess when you make something, maybe this is the closest I ever get to being a an artist, a painter, or what. But I feel like there's always this a part of you that's in anything that you do, right? In anything that you put out into the world, and of course, in as much as you can say that. Oh, it's just a podcast. It's it's not who you are, but I think a lot of we put a lot of ourselves into this, right? And like one of the big reasons yeah. why we made it this was because we were going through, you know, struggles in our lives as well. And we realized that, you know, these are conversations that I think a lot of women are having, but we don't know about it because we don't hear about it in, you know, in, in the public space, in the media space. And yeah, like, of course, you're terrified because it's something that you hold really close to yourself. And there's always that fear of, oh, my God, what are the people going to think? And um, are we good enough? Like, you know, like, are they even going to listen and all those things? So, yeah, like. Doubt, you doubt yourself, you doubt your capability, you doubt the idea and everything. But yeah, I think at one point you just kind of have to try, right? You just yeah. have to try it out. And then if it doesn't fly, then at least you can say that you did. But if it flies, then great, like fantastic, you know? So yeah. Yeah. I think for me on, on, on my end, I've done this. I've done so many similar things like this so many times over the years. For, for a very long time. But this is the first time really that there's no other network or company or like a big team that's backing the production. Yeah. This is really 
just us. It's us standing on our own two feet. Sort yeah. Of. I mean, yes, yes, we have tripod, but the concept, the 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 actual the building of the show, it's really us. There's always that that question at the back of your head that what am I putting out into the world? Yeah. <laughs> and 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 you 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 wor- you worry about that and you wonder about that. But I think at the end of the day, the important thing is we both believed in what we built eh, in in the concept yeah. and its purpose. Yes. Yeah. Let's tell them a little bit about what what glass ceiling really is. I mean, what we want it to be, what it is to us. Wow. Thank you for that wonderful question. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're very welcome. Um. Wow. What What does it mean for me? I think for me, for me personally, it was really an exercise in breaking through my own glass ceiling, right? And I've had a lot of support in my professional life, but I've never really gotten the chance to expand beyond that. And um, being unemployed in the pandemic, the whole of 2020, kind of made me take a step back and sort of reevaluate how I identified myself, right? And for the most part, I think I had used, you know, my career as a big part, as, as identifying a big part of who I was. And when that got taken away, then I started to think like, okay, so who am I really, right? And I think it was from there that I discovered that there was this part of me that I wanted to kind of show to the world. And I think this particular exercise is, you know, my effort at doing that a little bit. And it's really taught me a lot. Again, as you were saying, it's so easy when you work for a big company to you know, put out projects and, and, and do these things because at the end of the day, you're working for a company. But it's so different when it's really just you doing it. And I think, yeah, it for me, it was really scary to kind of have to like, okay, I'm going to do something. It's really going to be me, right? It's like my name is there in a way, right? So, yeah, but I think this has really taught me how to be more confident in myself, confident in what I can bring to the table. And, you know, it's I think it's cemented the fact that there is space for everyone. There is space for everything. And for as long as there's this belief in what you're doing, and I guess for us, there's also this bigger drive to, you know, bring conversations for women um, that I think resonate a lot with them and is needed for the time that, isn't available, then it'll work out in there. We celebrate the process of struggle. And when we say process, it's the whole it's the whole thing. It's like yeah. getting it's like the bad part, getting out of it, and then the good that comes after. So it's the yeah. whole journey of of struggle that, that we celebrate, which is different because yes, there's success, but what we focus on is how hard it is to get there, like, and how to get through it. That's, if yeah. we're being completely honest, I mean, that's that's sort of the story that we want to tell because getting to the goal or getting to the end point, what we want in the end, is it's hardly ever an easy journey. And not everyone is blessed with mentors or support, a support system, or people who will tell you, this is what you do, or, or give you the, even if it, just the support, give you the support that you need. But in a way, focusing on that portion 
of the journey, the struggle. That's our way of telling everyone that, hey, we're all kind of going, we're all kind of struggling through the same things. Mm -hmm. And I think we zeroed in on that because we were also figuring ourselves out at that time. We were kind of lost. I still am kind of (laughs) lost. I think we're all lost. Yeah, we're all lost. But it was, honestly, it was nakakataba ng puso, really. It was very nice to hear how successful people, inspiring women, strong women, got through certain things. Because you realize yeah. that these are stories that you can hold on to while you're getting, while you're getting through things also on your end. And, and yeah. that's really the effect that we wanted to have on, on women, on people actually. But glass ceiling is really not just for women. On, 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 on the listeners that you can hold on to this while you get through that. Yeah. And there's light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. And I think just to add, um, it was also very important for us to talk about the struggle because it's so common to see people succeed. It's so common to see people at the pinnacle of their industries with all of these amazing things. But we never see the journey that they took to get to that point and, and what they learned from that whole process of, of becoming who they are now. And um, that's why we wanted to talk about struggle specifically, not in a way to make people feel like it's going to be hard or it's going to be difficult, but just so that people understand that, you know, yeah, they've gone through all of those things. They've, they've achieved this level of success, but they also went through all of these other bumps and obstacles like on the way like you do. And those bumps actually are also big teachers, right? That's how yeah. you learn. That's 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 yeah. the whole point of life, right? That you go through all of these experiences because you learn stuff and they all build towards something great in the end and I think that's something that's very common um, across all of our interviewees for you know season one and now the first we're building season two it's the same that you see throughout their experiences that each experience was building towards you know something bigger in the end and yeah if you just kind of stick through it and trust it and you know just allow it to happen you know you never know what happens in the end but yeah yeah it will all make sense. Yeah. So, like, Lee, what have you learned, I guess, throughout this whole kind of experience and throughout making the first season? What struck me the most in the first season, and even now that we're working in the second, it's, it's, a, it's how much our guests were willing to open up and share. Yeah. I'm, I, I was just blown away, really. I, I was, we didn't, we sort of, in a way, kind of poke them with a branch. Do you want to just a little bit? <laughs> do, do you want to talk about or like what do you want to talk about? And then big lang mago open up na sila ng buong mundo nila and and things that we never expected them to open up about. It's really struck me how how willing people are to share their lessons in the right setting. Mm. If it's not used for, if they feel safe, if they know that their stories are not going to be exploited. They're really willing to share. Yeah, that comes from. I mean, as as someone working on the team on the production end. Yeah, but as a as a human being, as a woman and a human being, 
you know, we're all just really experiencing the same things. Yeah. At the end of the day, everyone, everyone struggles through something. Everyone goes through something. And we've had moments with some of our guests where we're shocked that they have these issues or they have to deal with this because on the surface, everything is so pretty. Everything is so perfect. And you never expect that that name in particular is going through that as well. And I can see it there. I mean, when we're doing the interviews, I can see it in their faces. They're strained. They're talking about something. But they're willing to share and open up because they know that it's a very universal experience. For me, I think, yeah, you know, the whole element of the vulnerability that we've seen from these women in the past season. Even now, um, as we keep going, you know, and building the second season has been very humbling for me that they feel like you know they felt safe enough to to share their their very personal experiences with us um i think for me the biggest thing i've learned with you know building that first season is um like you talked a lot about you know power of women the power of stories but I guess for me, it's just when you're at a cliff and you feel like you don't want to jump, you just jump. Because, you know, you never, you'll never be ready to jump anyway. That's and true. Like, and I always tell Leah this, that doing that first season, and but we always tell each other, you know, if no one listens to this, I'm okay because the fact that we're having all of these conversations with these women and we're learning, like we learn so much from, from the whole exercise, from the whole process of interviewing them. It's true. It's okay, right? But doing that has opened so many doors, like in windows and attics and ceilings that I never knew was possible. Like, to meet all of these people and have all of these, you know, new projects and, and new potential is, like, fantastic. And, again, I don't think I would have had them if we didn't talk back in December of 2020. Yeah. <laughs> like, decided to, like, let's do it, right? So, yeah, that for me, it's that, like, if you want to do something, if there's this little voice inside of you saying, oh, parang, I think I can make this, I can do this. Like, it's scary. Like, it's so scary to like, like, do it, right? But just do it because you never know eh, what, what will happen when you jump. Like, yeah, you could fall, but like, what if you fly, you know? And like, I think that's what happened with us. Like, we were so reluctant to drop, but then when we did, we're like, oh my God, we're flying. Yeah, we're flying. And, I know, I know. You know, like, we're so grateful to everyone that's taken the time to listen and taken the time to send us messages and to say thank you and to, you know, give little words of encouragement. And, yeah. Like, and then ask the for biggest, the second season. Yeah, that's like the biggest, the biggest push for us to yeah. keep going is just to know that there are women that are benefiting from it yeah. as much as we are, that are learning from it as much as we are, because that's what all we wanted. Yeah. For women to have these kinds of conversations and to just learn from each other. Yeah. And hopefully you become a better person or it it, it 
spark something in you to do something crazy or amazing or just pushes you to take some time to focus on yourself. Yeah. If you take something from this show, like that's 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 the best thing that we could ever get from jumping off that cliff. Yeah, we we I we know for a fact that there's something for everyone. We <laughs> will. <laughs> They will because the amount of amount of wisdom and experience that has been shared is it's really amazing. Yeah, yeah, we didn't expect it. We didn't expect it. it it's really amazing, and and th- there's something. There, there's a little nugget that you can take away just for yourself. Yeah, and we're so excited for this new season because I think the first season we were still like getting our bearings and trying to figure out like okay how is this work right and but now I think we're a lot more comfortable and you know like kind of okay we're ready and you know we have an amazing roster of of all of these women that have you know agreed to come and, and, and join in the conversation and you know the stories are so different and yeah um the industries that they're part of, they're so diverse. And yeah, we're so excited to bring, you know, this, this new season to you guys. Um, we're also playing around with a lot uh, with newer formats. Would you say formats? Yeah, <laughs> we, have, we, have a, we have a lot in store. We, we definitely, we, we have all these ideas that, that we're working with. And, and we hope that we can really build on them and see them through to the end because we feel... Honestly, we feel really good about them, but then there are ideas, so obviously we're gonna feel good about them. <laughs> so yes, we we do have a lot of things in store for a second season. It's coming very very soon, very soon, next week, na ba? <laughs> <laughs> In the next episode, guys. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Don't worry, it won't be it won't be just me and Steph in the next episode. Yeah, this but is yes. like a special. Yeah, we, we just we just wanted to introduce ourselves and tell you guys why we started What Glass Ceiling and hope that you're in for the rest of the ride. Yeah, and we're really grateful and thankful that you have all, everyone that's listened, um, everyone that's messaged, everyone that's shared and, you know, share this with a friend or a sister or a cousin or whoever. Thank you. Thank you so much. We are so grateful um, that you have found something in this show we hope that we can continue to bring you guys content that we feel like is is, is worth sharing with others same we will be seeing you around watch out for our next episode and for our second season yeah.